Welcome to the African Campfire Stories podcast, a podcast dedicated to African history. Our website is www.africancampfirestories.com. We are also available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and YouTube. You can leave comments on our website or on our social media. Search for African Campfire Stories. We would like to thank all authors who write about history. We rely on the works of these professionals to create this podcast. African History Quickies, Episode 5, Pokasa. Of all the leaders who took power in Africa soon after independence, Jean Bedel Bokassa stands out as one of the strangest. Also known as Bokassa I, after he made himself into an emperor, he was the second president of the Central African Republic. He ruled from the 1st of January 1966 until he was overthrown on the 21st of September 1979. For the rest of this episode, I will refer to the Central African Republic as CAR. Bukasa's beginnings are both sad and glorious. He was born in 1921 in Bobangui, a village of the Mbaka. The Mbaka are the ethnic group to which he belonged. Bobangui is located about 80 kilometers from Bangui, the capital of the CAR, not too far from the equatorial forest. The country he was born in, Obangui Chari, was part of the French equatorial Africa. Later on, its name would be changed to the CAR. Today, the CAR is neighbor to the following countries, Chad to the north, Sudan and South Sudan to the east, the Democratic Republic of the Congo and the Republic of the Congo to the south and Cameroon to the west. Bokasa was one of 12 children. His father was a village chief. His father is said to have been killed when Bokasa was only six years old and sadly, the killing happened in front of young Bokasa. His father was killed because he defied the French colonial authorities. As a chief, his father was required to arrange the locals to work in a French company. Somehow, this suspiciously smacks of modern slavery. In any case, Bogasa's father eventually refused to do this, and the French authorities took this to mean that he was fomenting rebellion. He was then beaten to death in public in a town square. All of this notwithstanding, Bukasa went on to join the French military. He fought for France in World War II and in Indochina. He managed to win 12 military awards for bravery, including the Legion of Honor and the Cross of War medals. The former medal is France's highest military honor. It was established by Napoleon Bonaparte in 1802. Bogasa's later claim to be the African Napoleon, a claim regarded with ridicule by some, isn't so funny when you take that fact into consideration. In 1965, Bogasa was appointed to the position of Army Chief of Staff for the CAR. In 1966, he would take power in a coup and become the second president of the newly independent CAR. Apparently, he seized power because he had learned that his cousin, the first president of the CAR, David Dacko, was about to remove him from his position as army chief of staff. When the French helped to depose Bokasa in 1979, they put Dacko right back into the presidency. From the moment Bokasa seized power, his reign was questionable and sadly funny. Remember we have said that Bukasa spent some time in Indochina when he was a soldier. 
After he became president, he spent a lot of time and resources tracking down a daughter that he claimed he had fathered while he was there. Two candidates for this long-lost daughter came forward. It turned out that one of the supposed daughters, the one who had showed up first, was a fake. Pissed off at first, Bugasa ended up adopting the fake daughter. Eventually, both daughters were married off in a kind of public auction. One of the supposed daughters married a guy who later rebelled against Bukasa. That guy, the son-in-law who rebelled, was executed by Bukasa. That rebellious son-in-law and Bukasa's supposed daughter had a newborn baby. That baby was also executed. Bukasa also spent a lot of time chasing women. He married various brides who were mostly known by their nationality. They were brides from Romania, Germany, Sweden, China, Cameroon, Gabon, Tunisia, the Ivory Coast, etc. Bokasa had over 60 children. He ran the country like it was his own personal fiefdom, making and unmaking government policies in a haphazard manner. At some point, he ran 12 government ministries by himself and interfered willy-nilly in the rest of other ministries. To cover himself against a coup from his ministers, he moved, replaced, and changed them around, sometimes as many as six times a year, ensuring that the government was always in a state of confusion. There is a rumor that Bokasa was a cannibal. These kinds of stories distract from the actual bad things the guy did. In any case, there was never proof of these claims and he was acquitted of this charge by the CAR court after he had been deposed. Bugasa ran a very corrupt government. His ministers were allowed to run a slew of side ventures, enriching themselves in the process. To keep the army obedient, he paid them very high salaries, crippling the country's finances. Taking his claim to be Napoleon rather too far, he promoted himself to emperor and then spent $22 million in 1977 dollars on his coronation. Some authors state that this amount was the entire GDP of the CAR. At this time, the French government still supported him through and through. When the world media criticized Bokassa for his extravagance, the French replied that since no one complains about similar things done by the Queen of England, the complaints about Bukasa must be based on racism. Maybe that was true. But the difference is that the Queen of England didn't preside over a country with little to no government services, high infant mortality, and only 250 miles of paved roads. He started a national airline, a venture which shut down only after a few flights, losing the country millions in the process. Bogasa traveled around the world carrying with him a bag full of diamonds, passing on these diamonds as gifts to the people he came across during his world travels. He didn't start off as a very brutal ruler. Later on, though, things got bad. A former minister was beaten to death. A head of state security was executed. Political prisoners were cruelly beaten. A former prison director later confessed that dozens of people had been executed. He sometimes held informal courts at his residence. Those who were found guilty were sometimes fed to lions and crocodiles that Bokasa kept in his personal zoo. After he was deposed, 
fragments of human bodies of 30 people in total were found in a pond at his residence. Further fragments of two human bodies were found in a fridge. Such things added fumes to the rumor that he was a cannibal. Having fled abroad after his removal from power, he returned to the CAR in 1986. It is virtually unheard of for cruel dictators who have been deposed to voluntarily return to the countries where they committed crimes. They know they'll be tried and even executed. When Bokasa returned, he was tried and sentenced to death. But the sentence was commuted to 20 years in prison. So why did he return? If you don't realize by now, this is a strange story about a strange man. But maybe Bukasa returned home because he wanted to answer for his sins. After all, he had turned to Christianity while in prison, reading the Bible voraciously. Reverting to his old habit of grandiosely appointing himself to lofty titles, he started calling himself the 13th Apostle of Christ. He was released after serving seven years in prison and he later died at age 75 in 1996. For a man who liked to show off, he must be pissed off that he was buried in an unmarked grave. But he would be glad to know that his reputation is strangely being rehabilitated in the CAR. In 2010, he was posthumously pardoned for all his crimes by the president of the CAR, Francois Bozizé, a man who had also taken power in a coup. Bogasa was also posthumously granted the nation's highest medal of honor. In 2016, his son, Jean-Serge Bogasa, was appointed interior minister of the CAR. This is the end of today's episode. Stay tuned for our next episode.